Welcome to the Pastors Podcast, a special Pastors Podcast, our special annual Pastors Podcast. Woo! Brian. Yeah. And Steph. Hi, guys. And you you don't seem as excited. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing the energy. Because seeming excited is really all I'm shooting for right now. Uh, a special episode of the Pastors Podcast where we um, also have a video recording going on so that we can, um, we'll put this on the, the YouTube channel so that, because this is our annual budget presentation. Budget. That's right. We used to do this. Well, we used to do this a lot of different ways. At one point we did a 25 minute budget presentation in the service. Every year, Every 25 year. minutes. That's one less sermon or one, a shorter sh- sermon. Right when you have to do such a long presentation, that's like an introduction. Have for some either of us, of us yeah. ever preached a, a twenty-five minute sermon? <laughs> <laughs> I think we even tried. I I think I have, and I don't think I called it a sermon. <laughs> I just wonder how many it was people. A, it was a talk. Go to YouTube because they're like budget presentation. That's what I want to stream this weekend. That's right. YouTube. Well, this somebody was pointing out was it was our Reggie. Somebody was pointing out that this is we're releasing this Memorial Day weekend, so you have you've got an extra day. To spend it off of work watching the budget presentation. Isn't this exciting? Woo-hoo! I don't think I've ever wished I was Matt until this moment. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Matt energy right now. We do. So I'm gonna, I'll do my best, All but right. I, we know that's not gonna gonna work as so, well. So, and I'm. You know what, Brian? I'm not gonna make you feel bad about it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Thank you. You're you, and that's great. I wasn't feeling that bad. <laughs> no matter how hard at. Matt tries, I don't think you've ever like actually felt bad about it. Um, so we're going to be talking through our budget. And the, the reason we do it this way. So I got sidetracked. I don't know how that happened. We So we used to do a 25-minute budget presentation in, this, in the service. Then to kind of cut that down, I would do a budget presentation filmed on an iPad. Oh, the videos. Filmed on an iPad standing in front of a whiteboard. Which was the, I would set up an iPad, more, push oh, record, and just leave. It was the more awkward <laughs> you version. Just sit in the room alone for a number of years. Um, <laughs> this is one of my favorites. So, this is only the second time we've done it this way. Are Third you saying that charm. your viewership went up when you added more people to the table? I think that our viewership went up when we added you to the table, yeah. Steph. You're the <laughs> and with Matt's jokes, then it's guaranteed <laughs> entertainment. I'm so. new. This is my first time. <laughs> Welcome. So, so um, but this provides an opportunity for us to walk through the budget. To explain a little bit about where we are financially, look at the year ahead. Our fiscal year runs July through June. And the goal is to kind of explain it so that you understand the, the logic of the, the changes, the plans we're making for the year ahead, how we intend to, as a church family, steward what God has entrusted to us as a church family um, and provide an opportunity that hopefully answers a lot of your questions. And if you have any additional questions, provides the opportunity for you to, to reach out to us for a clarification ahead of us together, affirming and committing together as, a, as an entire church family, committing to the fulfillment of this budget in the coming fiscal year, which we're going to do this year at our first ever family meeting. Woohoo! I was going to say, cue the woohoo! Yeah, yeah. family <laughs> meeting. So July... No, nope. fifth June, June fifth, June fifth. Wow. We uh, we could have really messed people up. Um, June fifth, we are going to have our first ever family meeting. We're going to do a number of different things. We're really looking forward to that. If you are a member, please uh, try to prioritize and 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 make that. We're one of the things we will be doing is affirming and committing to this budget together, which we're going <clears> to <throat> walk through now. So we're going to walk through uh, 
update you on the balance sheet where we stand financially as a church. We'll then walk through the plans for next year's budget. And then we will talk about the the standing of the legacy fund, where the legacy fund is at, and and, um, and wrap things up. The kicker is, though, uh, I just realized as we sat down that I don't have as updated balance sheet numbers as would be probably most helpful for this. So we're going to, I'm going to, later this afternoon when I get those numbers, I'm going to splice into this audio and this video, the an explanation of the actual numbers. Um, but I'm not going to do those now. So if you're listening though, it's going to be seamless. And can you do my voice <laughs> while you do it? <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm going to add your own color I'm gonna commentary. Like a, I'm going to jump over to your microphone and just go, Hmm. Mm. Or sounds Woo-hoo. like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, both of those are textbook Brian. <laughs> Throw in ostensibly uh, 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 every, every few sentences, and yeah, that's good. You might fool people. <laughs> uh, Much closer. Sounds like exactly where we should be for the warp and woof of <laughs> daily budgetary life. We'll go to that now. All right, so looking at our current balance sheet as of the beginning of June 2022, uh, you'll notice we have about $72,000 in our checking account, a little over $200,000 in our savings account. Um, We have added a flood damage checking account. That's the place that is holding the insurance funds that came from the flood as we both took care of the first floor um, already are, are finishing taking care of the, the I'm sorry, the second floor of Fletcher and the bathrooms up there that flooded and then preparing for the office remodel as we've had to gut our offices as a result of that flood. That's holding those funds. Our investment account holds all of the legacy fund, um, which then you will see reflected in the restricted funds. The legacy fund is also obviously of those funds. They are dedicated to restricted funds are the things, uh, the funds that are dedicated to a specific purpose aren't just generally available for our um, general expense use. So the legacy fund is that also the same with the flood damage fund um, within our savings account. And of the $203,000 in our savings account, there are also some funds that are dedicated to, um, there are also some monies dedicated to specific funds, like the remainder of the COVID relief fund, which we are holding to use for needs as they pop up coming out of the pandemic in the coming year. Royal Family Kids Fund, which we hold and disperse the funds for Royal Fam- our Royal Family Kids Camp, are holding on to those, particularly this year, as there's not going to be a camp this summer. Those will be held for next year when there is um, some Christmas offering funds that came in after we had dispersed all of that, and so we'll hold that till next year. Uh, remainder of the ARU short-term t- trip that um, is getting more worked out as we just returned from that. Um, We also hold and manage funds for the Gospel Coalition's Los Angeles chapter. Um, Brian helps run that and facilitate that. And so we hold and facilitate their funds as well as Nico Nava, um, Ara's nonprofit, Farsi language uh, music video production that uh, is a ministry spreading the gospel to and getting the gospel into Iran through music. And so we hold on to those funds too. And that's how much they have there. And so you tie, total up all those restricted funds. It's about 638,000 um, of the 877,000 that we have in cash. You do the math there and realize that our total available funds currently um, uncommitted 
general funds are uh, almost $240,000. Um, you'll notice that this is an increase over last year because of, mainly because of the uh, monies we received from the uh, government grants that were provided. Um, that's helped that even though we are under budget right now, that's helped to fill that gap. Um, you'll also notice though, compared to the years prior to the pandemic, we are still down from where we were and we need to build back there because that, that where we were before around the three, between three, ideally $400,000 in available funds helps us to uh, navigate the ups and downs throughout the year. Any given month, um, expenses might be particularly higher when insurance premiums, when different things hit, um, when facility needs hit. Um, giving can be particularly lower. Giving can can swing you know, uh, $100,000 or more from month to month. And so in order to keep na- being able to navigate that and not... Um, run out of liquid funds as we navigate through that. We hope to rebuild that to closer to where it was prior to the pandemic. So um, that's what what our current asset sheet looks like at the moment. Okay, and now we're back from the budget. Now, don't you guys like feel more machine. informed now that you have heard the uh, the accurate balance sheet numbers? I feel great. Okay, good. I feel... I'm thankful for the transparency of our church that I get to see all these numbers. <laughs> so I, and actually that's a huge part of this that um, we hope that, well, if you've been around here you, for any amount of time, you know, but if you're new, we go through this because we want to be transparent, not just as a staff, not just as pastors, but with the entire church family. So that you know, both where we're at, what we're committing to do and um, how we intend to together steward what God has entrusted to us. So with that, let's let's jump in and uh, look at what we where we're at, uh, what we intend for next year, and walk through the plan for next year's budget. So, on page one of our budget is essentially a summary. It's a summary of our income and a summary of our expenses. You can see here income over the last number of years through general offer th- offerings, through facility use, through mission house rent, and through um, the payroll protection grants that we've received over the last couple of years. Um, a couple of things to note, their general offerings, we are projecting based on the last couple of months for those to come in probably $100,000 under what we budgeted. Um, we're hoping that's not the case in the next five weeks, but uh, it, that's what things are looking at like right now. Um, based on that, we are in, planning on decreasing our budget next year slightly, not all the way down to kind of what we're projecting now, but we're, we're committed to the things that we believe are in this budget and think that it's important to commit to those things. And so we've lowered it, um, to where we think and hope and pray that the Lord will fulfill in the coming years, the Lord, as our church and church family continues to kind of recover out of the last couple of years. Um, you'll see a significant increase in facility use fees. Um, that's because of just a couple of new partnerships and things that we are utilizing the campus for specifically, actually the parking lot. Um, actually the bulk of that increase has come from simply our stewarding of portions of the parking lot during the week for different, um, one for, a mainly actually for a construction company that just needed some parking for a project they're doing on Santa Monica Boulevard. And, you know, again, we, we don't need all those spots during the week. Uh, 
we just need all of them on Sunday. And so uh, that's been a, a huge blessing, something that uh, Pastor Jose and Becky have been been working on. Um, on the Mission House side of things, we um, that's an, an offset as we utilize the house for those that are being trained and equipped up in pastoral ministry to be able to live here right now. June and Allison are a king, are, are living in that, and we're excited to be able to, to bless them in that way. Um, obviously not charging market rent, <laughs> uh, but in a way that actually makes it possible for them to live here while they're getting trained up for ministry and for the next season. And the payroll protection grant, um, we've received, we received actually a significant amount more than we, uh, $100,000 more than we anticipated this year, which was a huge blessing because of the way that that all uh, came about as we applied for those funds. Um, we're super thankful for that, particularly right now, given that our yep. offering was down by about that much this this year, and are praying that and are just seeing the Lord's provision in that um, in a number of different ways. We uh, we're still hoping that that general offerings will fill that gap, particularly because we've realized that we need a little bit more of a cushion throughout the year. Um, given month to month, our giving can ebb and flow hundred thousand dollars or more. And so in order to navigate that and have the space, we need a, some increased just liquidity, um, to be able to navigate those, those ups and downs. And so we're hoping that that will, uh, that some of that extra hundred thousand dollars from the payroll protection grant will be able to provide an, an added cushion, not just make up for, um, funds that offerings that didn't come in this year, but we'll see what the Lord has in store. So that's our intent. Um, and you see the total income then between budgeted, projected, and then forecast for next year. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Okay. It does. Parking right. is very valuable in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> that it is. That it is. We learned that this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you get a summary of the expenses lower in that, in the page. And we're going to walk through each of those areas, pastors, administration, facility programs, and missional partnerships as we go. So let us start with pastors. Our pastoral salaries, our plan for this year is to keep all of our pastoral salaries the same. All of our pastors are doing well, feel cared for, feel generous. Actually, I, I, I think all of our pastors feel generously cared for by the church, feel super blessed and are at a place where, um, you take that. We, you'll see pastor Matt is still at, um, like two thirds time because of his uh, other job commitments with his family business. And um, other than that, the only increase in this area is a, a $5,000 increase for pastoral health insurance, which is just the rise of the rise of traditional rise of um, health insurance. It's Matt where he'd say it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> my mild diabetes. So he'd say. So I'll just insert that here for him. <laughs> But this is even better. <laughs> Brian trying yeah. to anticipate what Matt yeah, would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is even better. Yeah, I don't know, man. To be fair, I had to work on these rates, and it wasn't you. It was just healthcare rates <laughs> <laughs> in general. I don't think Matt would accept that answer, but that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I think that's pretty simple. I don't think there's anything much to explain there. So um, as we get into administration, there are... Um, there is a there are a couple things to to explain here. 
You know, Steph, I hadn't planned. <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't planned how, exactly how I was going to do this. Yeah, I was like, is he going to throw it to me right, right now? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it so, the fact that you chopped up jobs no. across like eight categories? Is that yeah. what it is? Okay. So here's the, let, let me just. I think I should just tell the, a bit of the story. Sure. And then we'll see it reflected in the numbers. Right. I'll tell the short version of the story. Okay. I'm not going to throw it to you and make you make you do it. <laughs> Thanks. But the um, big picture wise, we went into last the beginning of last budget year with a full-time facility director um that uh person for a number of different reasons just didn't work out and had to leave and um the what we replaced that with we thought temporarily was a part-time facility director in the form of becky gonzalez Mm -hmm. um becky's like i can't give you full time but i can kind of cover this for a while uh the kicker is becky's been incredible Amazing. She's been a huge, huge blessing on the facility maintenance, on the facility coordination side of things. Um, but she kept telling us, I, I can't, like, this is too much of a job. I can't just do it. Mm-hmm. And so we looked for a while for a full-time person to replace her. Um, and had a really hard time finding it. <clears throat> But what we found as we prayed and as we wrestled through this was actually the um, a, a different solution. So let me I'm gonna push pause on that part of the story. <laughs> Another part of the story, and you're going to hear more about this at the family meeting, but we as the pastors have had an increasing conviction that um, in order to steward what God has entrusted to us here well, we want to continue to develop our campus as a resource for the community, as a resource that that meets the needs of the community, that houses, just like we're housing Claris and being a huge blessing to uh, mothers and families and children. There's all sorts of other ways, like we did during the pandemic with the schooling that we've done here, uh, ESL, tutoring, all sorts of things like that, that we would continue to develop that. But in order to continue to develop that, we have to invest in somebody to coordinate that. Somebody to do the work of building those partnerships, facilitating those, facilitating those partnerships, and really building the community center um, out. And we we need to take a first step there. So we'll we'll, we'll tell you we'll, we'll talk more about that. But we had these kind of dual needs of the community center and somebody to at the very least fill in the second half of the job. That Becky could do half of it, but she can't do all of it. She doesn't have the capacity for it. And in putting those two together. Can I just add? This is a long story. Yeah. I'll just add really quickly. Dang it. If you could see, it was, (laughs) we really tried guys. Like we had (laughs) this whiteboard in this office. Oh, it's covered still. Yeah. With With all of our options. We had, and this is probably our third, fourth iteration. We really tried like matrix style all over the board, trying to figure out how do we, configure these roles? What skill sets do we need? What skill sets cross over? How do we free up Becky also for Cornerstone Espanol? And there's just, we really tried (laughs) and we prayed about it and we worked together and we collaborated with departments and just, I think eventually landed on where, what I think you're trying to get to. (laughs) So one of the things we realized was that actually the best person that we knew to facilitate and coordinate this community center development was Steph and is Steph. And so I really wanted to. And it's, I mean, it's really, it's, it's, it's in her wheelhouse, her heart and her training and her previous experience as a social worker. It is just, it's yeah. Uh, but we're like, but you have a full-time job. We can't like add this 
to you. And so what we've done is carved out a portion of her job as the office manager, a portion of the facility job as the um, <clears throat> facility scheduling and coordinating, and a third portion as a uh, coordinator for our counseling ministry, which we've had to fill and kind of figure out what to do with this, particularly with the exit of Dustin and Sarah Platt to the church plant. Um, and those three things combined were really just only one person we knew, which is Nancy John. Yeah. I, 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 don't, think we've ever, I don't think we've ever <laughs> publicly announced this yet. Yeah. You're hearing it for the first time. This I mean, everybody knows. When did she start? Sometime in June. <laughs> okay. So this month or n- next month, yeah. Nancy John's going to be starting. And, and she is a perfect fit for all of these things. And so it, it, it was the solution. We've like just been overwhelmed with how the Lord has kind of brought this all together. In order to convey that though, how that all breaks down and the different pieces of those jobs, both Steph's and Nancy's, we split them up between different categories because they come from and serve different categories and different pieces of the church. And so you'll see these salaries, kind of partial salaries in multiple places in the budget. And that's what we're going to be talking about here. Right. So I, I'd love to talk about that more, but just so we can know story. where the money is going yeah. for these different departments. Yes. Right. It's like, so we can accurately reflect here's where the money is going for administration versus facilities. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Cause if we, if we put it all in administration, well, it's not actually all right. So then the percentages, the percentages look off, weird. And, okay. and, so yeah. it's easier just to divide up someone's salary like three ways and, and track it well for our spending. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Exactly. So, which is um, why I think here, I think that's what you're getting to. So, director of staff and operations, it looks like there's a decrease because maybe I'm going part time or maybe I'm, but the explanation is that there's a portion of my job that is funded and paid for and directed and focused here Mm -hmm. as with the staff and the operations. Nancy's number two office manager, our new budget for her. So, yep. So, that's that's a third of her job is on Mm -hmm. the administrative side. And so that's, we also, because of the requirements of the state of California for all of our directors, um, we would have wanted to give them raises anyway. So I'm not saying, <laughs> but we were, I mean, we're legally forced to, we're, we are paying them as little as legally required. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that does look like a big uh, jump each year, but it's the, yeah, we are paying the legal minimum for full-time. We didn't have to put that on the podcast. We, <laughs> like we did we we should, like, we should we, rewind do we have to do that do we have to say let's like, figure out how to like, rephrase <laughs> because the truth is we do like i mean the, what california is doing is is giving them a like significant salary and salary bump so it's not yes. like it's not like we're like trying to cheap out and the california isn't letting us it's like this is this is a significant bump and this is what we'd, we'd like to pay them um so the oddly enough the minimum kind of corresponds with what we think is like a a, a healthy salary at this point for a church our size with the budget we have and to honor them, you know, and make sure that they're, they're comfortable in the ability to, you know, make a living here in Los Angeles. So it's, it's not that we're Absolutely. trying to pay the minimum. No, exactly. You exactly. said it so much better, Pastor Brian. Thank See, you. I'm glad you're here. That's great. That's great. I, and, and I think that, and, and part of that is that because of those state requirements, it wasn't like a, we, we didn't like uh, debate over, Oh no, California makes it super hard because like we want to be the ones who are like, hey, we want to give you a raise. And then California's like, no, you have to. And so now we're paying the bare minimum. It's like, oh, okay, well, that doesn't sound great. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I I think that all of our directors have been uh, blessed by that. And it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, we, you know, love to pay everybody. 
more. But I think that's a it's been an encouraging way that we've done that both with and also with their benefits and retirement benefits and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which we added last year. Um, it's increasingly been a blessing. So you can see the other um, support part time support staff on the administrative side there, both in communications, graphic design, elder facilitation and counseling and um Cornerstone Espanol, just all, some part-time ways that we need to get the thing. Oh, and finance um, to keep the keep the lights on and keep uh, y- everyone informed and keep the the, the process and the, and the organization going. Yeah. Um, other than that, you can see our regular expenses. No significant um, changes in any of that, except for office supplies. Now that we're out of our office and we're kind of in like mm-hmm. a makeshift office. Apparently we need less supplies. We were still using supplies yes. from back when there was a high school. We, <laughs> like we, we were like absolutely are. So now we ha- now we're like having to purchase things that we didn't have to purchase for f- like 15 years. No, but it went yeah. down. I'm we, saying it, our office supplies went down. Yeah, because we yeah. did it all this year. We're like cool. Oh yeah yeah. Like we got we're, we're set now. Oh we're yeah. set now. We're got set it. now got after it. the well, flood. Yeah, and I think yeah when you when you're forced to live in a smaller space, right? You're not fill. So yeah, how much supplies we store, <laughs> what we actually need. We moved a lot of processes to online electronic formats. And so, yeah, we're just using a lot less paper. Yeah. <laughs> I want to laminate and what I want to laminate. I'm just going to leave that here. And Laminating is so fun, by the way. It's just therapeutic. I just want to throw that out there. Well, we should put some money towards that. Yeah. <laughs> that's not there. Um, the, the other significant change is collaboration tools and subscriptions. That's mainly because we've we, um, combined software subscriptions. And there's a few. That's things like Planning Center, which if you volunteer, you... Are part of that um, Asana, which is our staff task coordination software. Um, I don't know a bunch of other things. Uh, Realm yeah. is yeah. a part of that. Our, so our databases and our financial yeah. databases. And yeah, any of our graphic design software subscriptions. Yeah, we. Yeah. Anyone wants to know more about our databases can email Scott <laughs> at cornerstonewa.org. Um, our donation service charges went down because a number of you are instead of doing credit cards are doing. Uh, bank drafts, which don't cost us any money. So if you're still giving via your credit card, the donation service charge can go down in our budget. Uh, the less people use credit cards to give. So that'd be awesome to yep. get rid of that line you lose item. points though. See, this is, this is basically, it's a line item for all of your miles. If you're listening to this, not your Brian, if, if you're listening to this, that line item is, is, is your, your, air mi- miles. your air miles. So you're saying that the church is paying for your air miles. Cause we, they are. we pay That's for what it these. Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, that's what I'm yeah, saying. You're welcome. Exactly. I, just said, your next... I just said points. I'm trying to fill space. Enjoy I, you your know. summer vacation on or your us. Point. Yeah, your point. You're, you're... <laughs> um, so payroll expenses uh, is a new payroll software, and that's saved a bunch of time and actually made our uh, finance director uh, hourly lower because yes. um, it saves her a lot of time, which has been a huge blessing. So um, the rest of administration is fairly unchanged. We rebalanced um, expense accounts. Um, and according to how we're using them in our different, <laughs> I, know. I know, don't look too close I was skip no. it. Don't too I'll, close. I'll say it because I, I realize <laughs> even in making this budget, <laughs> Scott also will pay if there's, if there's a large group meeting, right. That needs, um, food or so, some sort of resources. It usually goes to his card cause we have the, the larger limit on yours. So even if it involves these other pastors, we still charge it to your account. So it looks like you're. Using more, which you are, but that's because you're in every, almost every single meeting we have at this campus, Scott's there. And so it makes Justifying sense. it. Yeah. You're just justifying it. I just like the feeling of saying, don't worry, I'll take care of this. <laughs> so <laughs> I, 
I think my, I think my, uh, my line item is, is like higher than my limit. Yeah. <laughs> it's than your credit card limit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Sandy's coming up with a new solution for that. Oh, a new credit yes. card solution. I'm so Anyways, excited. So that, that's a total inside baseball. Deep cut, guys. Also, cut. will save us some time and, and right. money and efficiency. Right. She's awesome. So that that's the administrative side of things. Um, overall, if you'll see, actually, we've decreased our administrative um, budget. And Despite so, Scott's credit card slush fund, we're <laughs> feeling good. <about laughs> Still went down. Just have less meetings. Uh, but we worked really hard to even cut some of these down. I think even with all the staff raises, we found ways like how do we lower our subscriptions? How do we get nonprofit discounts instead of paying you know regular price? And so the team has worked really hard to try to slash wherever we can to get yeah. this number lower yeah. so we can free up some funds for other places. So Super blessed yeah. by that. So in facilities, so in, in the caring of the facilities, how we upkeep our facilities, um, for, for the, just like, just as a aside, if you look down to the bottom, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to upkeep this facility is like, we're like, that's really it's tiny. crazy low. It's crazy Back to like, low. We're we're paying we're paying the bare minimum <laughs> legally required. I mean, to maintain and, a campus. and we and we need to do more of that. But uh, and one of the, we've been blessed by the legacy fund that's allowed us to do a number of different things. Um, but I'm just super uh, yeah impressed and uh, blessed by the ingenuity of our facility team to um, keep that there. So. Uh, if you see the director of facilities and maintenance, that's what we were talking about. Becky, it was budgeted last year as a full-time position and is now part-time. The other is a part of Nancy's job, which c- came in to, um, to do the coordination. She's going to be doing all the coordination of all of our campus use. Um, and we uh, increased a custodian because in order to keep things running around here, we realized that we needed both a, a nighttime and a daytime custodian to get all the work done, particularly with the addition of outside, particularly with the campus being used more and more. And that has been a huge blessing, has been as stable as it's been since I've been here. People should probably know there's a crazy amount of stuff that happens every week on this campus. And that's why like having a campus use person is really important because there's just otherwise the pastors end up just drowning. Like the staff just drowns in trying to figure out who goes where and emails and all that stuff. So you might not know that that happens, but there's so much stuff that happens every week. Yeah. Absolutely. So with, without a full-time person in this area, we, um, save on staff benefits. Uh, you'll see the other contract services all are relatively unchanged just with, you know, the regular increases. Um, our liability insurance has gone up, um, significantly a part of that is after the flood, they're like, we need to make our money back. Yeah, is that what it is? It's not like you think you're going to have another flood. I feel like you have the one flood, and you're usually the odds are. Maybe that's not how odds work. I don't know. The last <laughs> time we had a, the last time you and I, church wise, had a insurance premium or an insurance they dropped claim, us they immediately dropped us. after. I remember so they that letter. Yeah, they didn't even increase it. I they worked so hard to give us. them like random receipts from like four years before, and they said we had too many claims. Uh, like you mean the one? You mean the one? The one <laughs> claim is too many claims. Uh that was that, that. That's a great story too. Somebody will, will tell a story about the day, the day our church got stolen. We were church planters, and we showed up to pick up the trailer that had literally everything the church owned in it, and the trailer was gone. Oh my goodness! So some thieves opened up to like boxes of Bibles, yeah. and like weird like kids' <laughs> felt board or something, yeah. and a couple speakers. Like that's cool. Wow. Palm Sunday. It was Palm Sunday. Nathan played guitar on a ladder. He did from up front. It was. Yeah. Oh, that was a day. All right. Um. Where are we? So, uh, so re- repair and improvements, all relatively unchanged, just a little bit, uh, 
just a tiny bit increase, which barely covers. I don't even know if it covers the inflation of um, repairs and things like that. It probably doesn't. Um, but that's increased a bit. Um, our water, uh, we're, we're, we're looking into and trying to, our, our power bill went down because of the solar, which is great. Our water bills gone up with increased usage and we're trying to look into ways to, to, um, yeah. I know I'm, I keep using this platform as a shout out. That's great. That, Guys, that's, that's the why telephone and internet <laughs> reduction, oh, yes. the diligence with which it, it even started back, um, with our, our last, uh, facilities director. And then now with Becky, just the how often I hear her on the call with these utility companies and just persistently pursuing, trying to figure out the bills and how we're getting charged for things and how we can, you know, combine lines. And so this is a huge win. Becky finally got our bills down lower and it is, yeah, saving us eight grand in this line item. And I was just so proud of her. Just, yeah. Uh, really exciting. Yeah. Utility companies are quite, um, <laughs> not a super efficient, service to 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 work with to lower your bills let me just tell you um and we uh finally gave away the church truck mm. so if you want to use it sorry you the one it. where you didn't have to have a key you can get this the one <laughs> you just, you just turned just the, turn, the just key turned went in and it turned on yeah yeah <laughs> the key broke off and so um you can borrow my suburban if you need to move just drop me an email um so yeah that's facilities anything anything i'm missing there I think just for anybody new that yeah. this used to come out of the legacy fund, which maybe you're going to talk about at the end, yeah. but that if people are kind of wondering, it does it seem like an increase from over the years? It's like, well, that used to be paid for out of a different fund. And so now we're really trying to figure out how do we put it into our every year budget and make sure that we're really putting money toward needs that we have for the campus to steward it well. It's a huge property and I mean, it looks beautiful, but it is very old. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is something we've been talking about a lot, actually, probably the, if we look at the budget, where are the next increases going to need to come from budget increases over the next few years? And this is, um, th it's, it's going to be in this area as we steward this and try to leave this in, in both utilize it well, steward it well, and, leave it to the next generation. I mean, I don't know if you have any other thoughts. No, about a lot that, of it. I mean, a lot of what we're doing right now is about the building in a yeah. way. I mean, the community center is, we're trying to move forward on that because when this building is empty, I just get nervous and guilty. Like mm -hmm. there's just, no one has space yeah. in LA. Yeah. No one, people are looking for places to do really amazing things and they can't find it or the rent is like astronomical. There's just no way to do things that are needed for the community, all sorts of things. And so that we can be a part of that is massive, but that requires making sure it's not just held up by paint. Yeah. Like, like it costs yeah. a lot to do that. And part of our ministry to the, the community is to sacrifice so that we can maintain this space. It doesn't fall down or look really shoddy all the time. Or we just kind of, we, we, we kind of nickel and dime it so that it barely stands up um, when people need it and we use it. And like yeah. God works in all those ways. So yeah. I do think it's the next thing in a lot of ways um, for us to find ways to make this building what it could be and to steward it well. Amen. All right. So that's the facility. Uh, next are, is our program budgets. Uh, program budgets that, that covers everything, all the programs we do from Sunday mornings to children's to counseling to Spanish to Farsi. Um, all of that. Uh, you see our staff there, uh, Sunday worship coordinator, family ministry director, the discipleship coordinator. That's, that's June. It, it looks like he's increasing, but that's balanced by the mission house rent that we're, that, that, is I'll say that as well. So it's actually kind of a net wash in the budget about that. But um, he's been freed up more 
uh, with school kind of coming to an end um, to, yeah, both serve us and to continue his training and equipping here, which we're excited about. Um, and, and the counseling ministry director edition here is the, that's the third piece of Nancy's um, job as a, um, it's just an incredibly gifted counselor and one who's doing increasingly more, not just counseling, but, but training and equipping of uh, our next counselors and of um, more and more, she'll be doing more freed up to do more and more of that. Um, we also made a bit of a shift from our preschool, elementary and youth ministry coordinators to a family ministry coordinator, which basically is in order to facilitate and serve our volunteers with the greatest need in family ministries is just volunteer recruitment and training. And so instead of kind of having things all partitioned out, we wanted one person that could facilitate that. And so Allison King's been doing that. It's been a, a, a real blessing. And that was one of the transitions we made in the last, I guess it was two years ago now. Um, so you see benefits there. Uh, as far as exp Sunday service expenses, things are relatively unchanged until you get to the very bottom. And there's a new line item, Brian, for coffee shop and refreshments. The yeah, we're going to try and bring it back. We're going to try and you this, know, have some coffee. You heard it here first. We're going to see what happens. That's so, right. you know. Here's the thing. We're, we're putting it in the budget. We're not exactly sure how it's going to happen. If you are particularly, if you're listening to this and you're particularly passionate about providing refreshments, about being a part of that, we would love your help. Because it's a, probably, I think, on the manpower side, is probably the biggest limiter yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. But we want to put it here because we do think that that facilitates the fellowship and just time together on mm -hmm. Sunday mornings. And um, Well, coming off of the, not that all hospitality is like food related, but I think coming off the hospitality sermon that you guys... Mm. And then even as we regather, and we just got back from the trip from Uganda, and just how how sometimes t tea and coffee and refreshments are such a yeah just just the small tool that that connects people and um, something you share together. It, I mean, we were doing it everywhere we went, and it's like oh, but we don't we don't have that back at church anymore, and it felt increasingly more. Um, like we missed it more experiencing it with other people when we went on this trip and I came back like, I, I hope we're going to put that in the budget. And so when I saw it, I was excited because <laughs> my yeah. mind kind of ground to a halt when mm. you said not all hospitality is food related. Yeah. And I would try to figure out what Matt would say. <laughs> and I, I bounced around from, for me, it is to yeah. crumbling bacon on everything uh, and bacon to all the fat is the Lord's in Leviticus. Uh, There's a lot. <laughs> A lot that he would have said there. I think it just really helped. One, we appreciate the volunteers that used to do it. When when it's something's yeah. missing, you forget what it used to offer and what it was for. And it wasn't just like a country club perk, right? It was really this thing Not that, that coffee, no. <laughs> it really, yeah, it just was something that, I don't know, it felt like it gathered us and it connected us. You go meet up with a friend for coffee, well, you meet in the courtyard with, for coffee or tea. That's how it was here, man. I think yeah. the, the it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter that we were like serving, the quality of the coffee wasn't what was important. It was that it was there. And like that, cre it creates intangible like, like benefits, you know? Okay, if anybody knows Pastor Brian, the quality of coffee is everything. And so the fact that you just said the quality of coffee was it, everything it really shows the reason you. Yeah. It, was, it was a thing. It wasn't about that. That $4,000 will probably go to higher quality coffee. I'm just throwing that out there. But we won't have pour over. Not, exorbitant, so that takes, that's not exorbitantly high coffee. To this is too much time to spend on the coffee shop. I. I'm, I'm, I, I think that people are now excited about the budget presentation. Yes. Look, these are the, these are the things. You've been with us for the last 22 minutes. Yeah. This is the halfway now point is when really they're like, kick in. I can you made it through it. databases now. All right. Okay. Uh, 
on the kids ministry side, so that's Sunday mornings mm. on the kids ministry side of programs. Um, really, the one significant difference is the budget line item for Sunday childcare workers. We've realized, particularly with the dynamics still coming out of COVID, with um, just the limitations of our volunteers and things like that, the only way we're going to sustainably offer um, uh, ongoing childcare on Sunday mornings is to supplement our volunteer, our committed incredibly sacrificial volunteers with some paid regular childcare workers. And so in order to make that a reality um, every Sunday for both services, which will be happening any week now at both services because of this, um, that's, uh, I think an important solution to that. Um, other programs, we have all church events, uh, an increase in the Harvest Festival, basically to reflect what we're actually spending on the Harvest the Festival. We always <laughs> blow the budget yeah, every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Unity Sunday celebrations went went down, basically because at this point we're gonna going forward. If we if and when we do those, I think we're gonna probably replace like the In and Out truck with uh, potlucks <laughs> and things like that, which uh, we've done in the past and kind of had had done a, a couple just to make it easy over as we came out of COVID. But um, that's what that is. There's a we are going to be hosting the Axe Three Man Show in August. Another announcement. Featuring um, local actor Reggie Austin. That's right. August 27th. Um, I don't have time here to explain it to you all that that is, but that's really exciting. It's going to be a huge blessing for our church family. Um, you'll hear more about that. Uh, men's and women's ministry. Uh, we've just put uh, some placeholders for some uh, men's and women's events. Going forward, particularly as we process through and continue the conversations around biblical manhood and womanhood. Um, and everything else is relatively unchanged. Also note, though, the line item, uh, budget neutral, but the line item nonetheless for the all-church retreat, save the date, mm -hmm. April 2023. It is on the calendar, and uh, we'll, you'll hear more about that at the family meeting as well. Um, but we're really excited about that. So that is all. And so if, if you notice, uh, programs is one of the areas that our budget has increased. And um, a big part of that is trying to kind of recapture and come out of the last two years and uh, bring back particularly the, the most important pieces and most important things that we're doing and, and the personnel to make that happen. Um, anything else, anything I'm missing there in programs? No, I'm excited to mm -hmm. come out of COVID and feel more full throated about that. You know, yeah. we have to have a full, we, we had it, we had like more than a whole budget year where things were just so different. Yeah. And so it makes sense that there's going to be some shifts and changes there. Yeah. Um, and finally is the section on missional partnerships. Um, so these are our, our partners, our global partners, our partners across the city. Um, on the staff side, this is the portion of the salary we've set aside, of Steph's salary that we set aside for her to commit to de developing the community center. And so, um, and so it's not just the community center, but it's basically uh, developing the partnerships right. and ongoing and increasing partnerships. She already coordinates all of these partnerships. And so a lot of this just reflects the reality, uh, first of all, of that, but then secondly, mm -hmm. uh, the development and growth of that in the, the coming years, which we're excited about. Um, there's also been, we, we did a, a slight increase in our giving to our key global partners. Um, our key local partners are the same as well as our member partners. Um, and then this new category of developing partners, we have some kind of new partnerships that are in the process of developing, um, including Ashley Young, who we sent out this last year and who is um, in a two-year commitment. See what the Lord does with that long-term. 
um, and Nico Nava, which is the um, the Farsi language music video production company that um, nonprofit production company that uh, Pastor Ara selling in order to get the message of the gospel through satellite through music into Iran, which is doing some inc- incredible work. And we just want to be a, a small part of of partnering with that, and they're excited about what the Lord is doing. Um, Jonathan and Casey Diddy, who are in uh, former members, you're going to hear from them in, they're going to be here in just a few weeks. Um, and our uh, ongoing p- our partnership with Imagine LA, as well as some developing partners, which you'll, you have heard about some, you'll continue to hear about some of those. Um, anything I'm missing there, Steph? I know this is, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I could, you know what? I could have thrown that one to you. I'm sorry. That's okay. I, yeah. I would have probably taken up too much time on it. <laughs> <laughs> the budget pro- presentation instead of a partnership presentation. Yeah, yeah. No, super excited about, yeah, where we were able as a, we have a global mission team that comes up with these um, kind of commitments. We pray about it and and decide, you know, who we're taking on and how we fund each of these partners. And so I think, I just pray that it's a blessing to each one of them. And I'm excited about some new partners and yeah, no, yeah. that's all I'd add. We still love our all family kids, but they're yeah. not oh, holding oh, camp this thank year. thank you. Yes. And so, and we have some money from last, like there's just ways we didn't need to put that in the budget this year, but right. it's not, we're not stopping being committed to them. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. See? Great note. You could have, yeah, you could have missed that. That's a, that's a, a, a blip given the pause in camp. Yeah. Not a, a change in support. Right. Thanks. Um, Great note. And, and then down at the bottom of, of this, you, you'll see some legacy partners that are phasing out, some longtime partners we've had um, that are phasing out. Those are simply retirements that are taking place mm-hmm. um, this year and, and into next year. Same with the Santa Monica Helps Ministry. Mm. Um, we've had some church members that were a part of it and are moving on, and it's not actually it's, – it's now being headed up by um, Salvation Army mm-hmm. uh, locally, and so there isn't a need for us to kind of give into that ministry opportunity this year. Yeah, and so we're we're excited for that. Excited for I'm particularly excited just for particularly see how the, some of those developing partners may in the future become key partners, mm-hmm. may uh, flourish in different long term ways, and excited to see what I mean. You know, it's amazing actually. Just all right. This is the part that you, you would have taken too long, and now I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> What's amazing to me about some of these partnerships and what the Lord is doing is over the last two years where it just feels like everything's just stopped. I feel like there are more future missionary church plant pastoral training. There's more going on and developing and sending as a part of our church family than I can ever remember. And some of these new partnerships coming up and the Lord is doing new things and he's just mm-hmm. growing things in a way that is, um, yeah, really, really exciting and exciting to see what yeah. the, what, what lies ahead? He didn't stop. No. Exactly. <laughs> the Holy Spirit didn't stop over the last two years, but yeah. you know, other things did. So that's that's the budget. Um, that's what we have planned for the coming year, how we plan to steward what the Lord uh, brings in here. If you have any questions about that, we would love to answer some of those questions. And we um, hope to uh, meet together to, or we plan to meet together to affirm that at the family meeting, affirm that budget for next year at the family meeting on June 5th. Um, last but not least then is the legacy fund. And just to give you a little bit of an update on the legacy fund, the legacy fund, for those of you who don't know, is the fund where when we receive bequests, people who pass away in the church and leave resources to the church, we have committed to give half of those, half of those bequests to the ongoing development of the facility here and half of those to, um, 
long-term projects across the city and across the, the um, globe. And so that's where church planting funds come from. That's where a number of uh, building projects for our, our global partners have come from. It's also where things like the development of the, the, the community building and a lot of the repiping and rewiring and bathrooms and where the entire remodel of the sanctuary these last couple of years all came from. And so um, you can see the, the amounts there over the last, we have not spent, we did not spend any on the facility side this last year because we've basically gone through that side of things and have about 85,000, about 85,000 left um, for that, which we are hoping kind of holding on to as we look at the um, office development specifically for the purpose of an elevator because our campus is in desperate need of an elevator. We can talk about that more, but um, there's still 400,000 on the partnership side. Um, this year, we, set, we sent out our uh, probably last $50,000 to the South Bay Church plant as they mm -hmm. are moving towards and are just about financially self-sufficient, which is kind of incredible after the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just miraculous. So excited for you to hear more about what what's doing there and about what he has in store ahead. And then our kind of first installment and gift in the sending out of the Shalom church plant, both in uh, included in this is both the um, last six months of Demetrius's time while he was here preparing and our initial funds to them to um, launch and get them started. And so um, that's where our legacy fund sits now. And if, and when we ever receive uh, bequests as well, th they will similarly be dedicated to this. Um, I, I'm tempted to go back through all the years and hmm. I, I, I want to do that actually as something separate and this probably shouldn't be a part of this, but I, I would love to reflect on hmm. all that the Lord has done through this set sacrificial faithfulness. We were just last week in Uganda in a building finished and partially funded by this legacy fund. And again, and they were overwhelmed by the generosity and we were sitting there like, it's not our generosity. <laughs> Right, like we're just yeah. stewarding with this. This is a a, a legacy that, um, particularly, actually, many two women in our church um, left, and to get to see the way that is reverberating across the city, across the world, is kind of overwhelming. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a special moment for sure. I definitely have a question for you, which maybe it's on your next podcast. But I just wonder: Do people have to wait till they pass away to give? a benevolence fund or some sort of legacy to this church. Mm. You do have to wait till you're gone. That's, that, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I, you, you don't necessarily, I think if people wanted to donate to the legacy fund, they, they could, I think we, at the same time, it's kind of a, a an extra budgetary thing, right? Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't encourage people to, to, um, to move their, their tithes or something like that right. to the legacy. But if somebody just had maybe a, a, a windfall or wanted to give a particularly generous gift to these purposes, um, I think that absolutely, um, yeah, could absolutely make mm. sense. So it's a good question. Um, that's what I'm here for. All right. <laughs> but that's, I think that's all I've got. That seemed kind of easy. I feel like, I, did we miss something? Well, it's because we've spent the last, Two months. We spent the last ten months <laughs> wrestling through all of these yeah, different things. And this true. is just the this is just like the that's the on paper representation yeah. of all we've tried to <laughs> so figure it out. It actually came together, and it makes sense. I think 
Well, they can tell us if it makes sense. <laughs> makes sense to us. That's great. Um, how are you feeling about this budget, Brian? I'm feeling good about it. I think, um, I mean, you might not know listening to this, or I suppose watching this, um, but we do spend like, I mean, Scott and Steph definitely spend more time than most of us, um, but we all kind of, we all speak into this and we all spend a lot of time looking at it because this is not like our money in that sense. Like it's like we're, we're, it's not like maybe in other, uh, other organizations where money's involved. There's a way where it's sort of like, well, we have this, let's just kind of see what we want to do mm. for us. There's a, uh, like a, a, a burden, like and the good kind of burden. That's like, we need to, we need to make sure that we're putting this money where it should go. God has given this money to people who have sacrificially given it to the church and so now we've, we're tasked with this responsibility where it's not just like, yeah, throw it wherever you want. Mm. Like, and so every line item gets multiple eyes on it mm-hmm. because of that reason. Yeah. Um, and we have this remarkably generous church, and it, which is, I think, demonstrated in the budget. And, and we also want to respect that by making sure that no money is going places it shouldn't be. Mm. And we're not trying to nickel and dime ourselves or the church as a whole, but we are trying to streamline and make sure that we are making the best possible use of the money that we've been given. And I think for me, when I look at this budget after that entire process and like multiple meetings, lots of conversations, um, I walk away thinking that I feel good about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there are things that we could, we could, we could take away a coffee shop. You know, like we could save four yeah. grand there if we wanted to. And maybe that's something you got to do if, you know, if, the, if things don't work out that we were hoping that they do. But that's the kind of thing that feels like important to leave in for us as a community. And I think the beauty of the, the of having a budget as a church is it's us as a church family, pastors included, like I give to this church too. Mm-hmm. Like we come together and we commit to it and say, we're not just like, Oh cool. looks like a good budget. We're saying like, no, this, this is something that we want to commit to together. These line items matter. Mm. And we're saying we want to commit to supporting these endeavors that the church is doing. Cause we're part of a family together that's kind of what families do. They get together and they say, yeah, we're going to, we're going to all do this together. Mm. And so to me as a pastor, I get to see the kind of the behind the scenes of some of that. And then we try and invite people into some of that through a podcast like this, through family meetings, through explanations. But at the end of the day, I'm also someone who's going to affirm this. Like I'm someone who's going to sit there and be part of the family and say, I want to commit to this too. And that makes it more than just like numbers and prudence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like It makes it something that's, uh, exciting in a weird way that I'm not a budget guy. Like, I, like the, you know, Excel sheets yeah. don't like make me super excited about looking at more of them and oh, let's, yeah. let's use macros. Like <laughs> that's not my thing at the same time. This Excel sheet makes me go, this represents something really powerful that I think mm-hmm. God is doing in a church from a lot of different directions. And it makes me, I don't know. I, this might sound self-serving, but it makes me want to, as a church member say, yeah, I want to sign on for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to affirm this. So I'm excited by it right now. That's what I think as a church member before I came on staff and was a part of this process. I too, I think this really opened up the the role that you have as a member of a local church that I, I didn't realize I was just approving that I think what you guys put on the, the page was accurate and sounded good, but it was I as a church member, yeah, committing to I want to help bring this to fruition, right? Mm-hmm. Through my through the general or through the sacrificial giving on Sundays and yeah, it like completely reframed it for me. And so I, I really value um, the transparency and then now being a part of the process, just seeing how everybody pours into this as staff members and elders. And it's not like a dictatorship or um, a business transaction. It's a, yeah, family, 
family budget. Mm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Absolutely. You summarize that really well. Thanks, Pastor Brian. Well, thank you both. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the time. Thanks for finding some color. Brian, this is perfect. That's what <laughs> I asked. Commentary. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Steph, thank you so much for yeah. both the explanation and also just for uh, your faithfulness and creativity that is on every page, almost every line item. Shout uh, out to here, so. finance director Sandy King. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her oh, my gosh. Actual work on numbers and accuracy. Oh. <laughs> She's such a gift. Yeah. Such a gift. <laughs> been a huge blessing so and thank you all for listening thanks for joining us thanks for putting up with an hour of budget presentation uh we look forward to gathering together on sunday both to worship and then at the family meeting as we um among other things as we affirm and commit to this together but then as we also gather to just think dream and pray about uh, the church as a whole so we will see you on sunday 